Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. The 80-20 principle can help us identify the most important areas where we can focus our efforts to achieve the greatest results. It can help us reduce wasted effort and focus on the things that matter most. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in positive psychology and stress management. Join me as we explore ways to live a more proactive, positive life with episodes on productivity, self-awareness, mindset, entrepreneur life, habits and systems, simplicity, fun, and more. I understand overwhelm personally as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and as a caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and it's time to highlight one of my favorite efficiency tactics. I'm honestly surprised I haven't had an episode about it yet, though I'm sure I've mentioned it many times. Today, we're talking about the 80-20 principle, also known as the Pareto principle. The 80-20 principle states that for many outcomes, roughly 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes. This means that a small number of inputs can often produce a large amount of results. You may have heard of this principle in the context of productivity, where it suggests that 20% of your tasks will deliver 80% of your results, and it applies to even more in your life. The 80-20 principle can be a powerful tool to unlock happiness and improve many aspects of our lives. The 80-20 principle was discovered by an Italian economist named Vilfredo Pareto in the 1890s. Pareto was studying his pea plants, of all things, and noticed that only 20% of the pea plants in his garden were generating 80% of healthy pea pods. This observation got him thinking about the uneven distribution of land ownership and he found similar percentages there as well, 80% of the land being owned by 20% of the wealthy. Pareto also noticed that this 80-20 distribution applied to other areas as well, such as politics. 80% of the votes in Italian elections were cast by 20% of the voters. And we now see it apply to many aspects of life, including business, productivity, and personal development. The 80-20 principle can help us identify the most important areas where we can focus our efforts to achieve the greatest results. It can help us reduce wasted effort and focus on the things that matter most. So where do you see the 80-20 taking place in your life? Have you ever noticed that in many areas, a small amount of effort can often lead to a significant result? That's the 80-20 principle at play. Think about where 80% of the effects or outcomes comes from 20% of the causes or inputs. When you volunteer, 80% of the work is done by about 20% of the volunteers, right? I'm also guessing that you are often one of that 20%. Yeah, I know. The same goes for your clients and business. Also, one of my favorite examples is your closet. Yeah, the clothes you wear 
80% of the time likely represent about 20% of your collection. And have you noticed when you clean or organize a space, there are things you can do that have a much greater impact. If you're cleaning your bedroom, putting away clothes and making the bed go a long way to making the room look clean. In the kitchen, closing the cabinets and drawers and clearing off counters does wonders, even if you haven't done the dishes or actually cleaned any of the space. It's important to note that the 80-20 principle is not always exact. There are many times when 20% of your effort will produce 60 or 70% of the results, or sometimes you'll see a split like 90-10, so we'll take even less but for more results. But 80-20 is a good estimate, and it's up to you to use this as a general rule of thumb and experiment to figure out what works best for you. Even if it is less than 80%, it's still worth it when you look at how it leverages your effort. Now let's take a look at how you can apply this principle to various areas of your life, to boost productivity in general and in business specifically, to learn and to grow and to be happier. With boosting productivity, you know that seemingly endless to-do list you have that leaves you overwhelmed and unsure where to begin? When you need to prioritize your choices, the 80-20 principle can be your secret weapon. We often look at the list and think it all has to be done. It's all urgent and important. Now, when you work with me, you come to understand that's really not the case. You know, it can't all be a priority. Then nothing's a priority. But sometimes it can feel like everything is urgent and important. So another way that you can approach it is by looking for the 20% of the tasks that will get you further faster. Find the 20% and you get 80% of the progress. So approach it this way before you dive into your day. Take a moment to identify the high-impact tasks that will move the needle most significantly. Prioritize tackling those first and use those as your MITs, your most important tasks. It's not about completing every single item on your list. It's about focusing on what truly matters. And the best part is, if you use these MITs as your list for the day, it's more likely you will get them done so you'll feel successful about having checked off the items on the list and you'll have the results to show for it as well. Now, in terms of boosting business, in business, the 80-20 principle can be used to identify the most important customers, products, or services that contribute to the majority of a company's revenue. This information can help businesses focus their resources on areas that will have the greatest impact on their bottom line. It's very likely that a company, regardless of size, receives 80% of their sales from 20% of customers. This tells you who your VIPs are and how focusing marketing efforts on that 20% can drive more sales. Plus, in business, it's extra efficient to focus on current customers. It actually costs less to do so than it does to bring in new ones. So when you find that 20% and you focus on them, it's like doubly effective. I don't know if I did the math right, but you can see how it compounds the effectiveness. It's definitely worth taking a look. A business can also look at the workforce because just like with the volunteers I mentioned, 80% of work is often done by 20% of employees. And I'll bet that was you as well. This information can help a company identify ways to better utilize the time and skills of employees. And the same principle can be used to reduce waste and inefficiency in business. 
a business might find that 80% of costs are associated with 20% of products or services. And this information could help the company focus on reducing and eliminating products or services that are not as profitable. So you can see how this would apply to entrepreneurs. Again, 20% of your clients or the products that you're selling will get you 80% of your income. And also, when you look at how you're spending your day, you may have your heart set on a particular product or a marketing approach, but it's a lot of busy work and it's taking more time and not giving you anything in return. As a matter of fact, being active and busy, that's a great example of the area that you want to declutter from your to-dos because it's wasting your time. You might be doing something that's technically productive, but you're not getting the results. This is where 80-20 comes in. Next up, let's look at learning. You can unlock efficient learning. So if you've ever felt buried under a mountain of information that you're trying to study for, it could be an exam, mastering a new skill, the 80-20 principle can come to your rescue here as well. Because often, 20% of the material, the key concepts and core principles will yield 80% of the understanding. Here's where it's important not to get bogged down in the details. You want to focus on grasping the fundamentals of the subject matter. Utilize resources like summaries, study guides, and online lectures to maximize your learning efficiency. Next up, and I do love this one, we just had an episode about this, your happiness. To cultivate happiness, researchers tell us that 80% of our happiness stems from internal factors like relationships, purpose, and outlook, while the remaining 20% is influenced by external factors like wealth and possessions. This insight is powerful for helping us lead a fulfilling life. So how you can take action on this is by investing in activities and relationships that bring you genuine joy. You know how I'm talking all the time about finding the happiness, and that bringing you the productivity. This is exactly what we're talking about. So spend time with loved ones. Pursue passions that ignite your spirit. Cultivate a positive and grateful mindset. And remember, true happiness comes from within. That's a beautiful example of the 80-20 principle at play. To make the 80-20 principle work for you, consider the following. Number one, the first step is identifying your high impact 20%. I talk a lot about self-awareness as being key to being more productive, and here is an example of why it's necessary. You'll want to take time to reflect on different aspects of your life, such as your career, relationships, personal. Ask yourself what 20% of activities, people, or resources are truly making a difference. Where are you investing your time and energy that might not be yielding significant results? might not be worth it, essentially. And conversely, where are you spending time and getting the most results? Number two is to protect what you prioritize. Once you've identified your high-impact areas, it's time to prioritize and create boundaries. Here's where you must practice saying no to commitments that drain your energy and don't contribute meaningfully to that 20%. Your time and energy are precious. Invest them wisely and don't let others sway you from this. Number three is small steps count. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it is so worth it. Just as we talk about this with habits, you'll want to start small 
when applying the 80-20 principle. I love that the very nature of the principle encourages you to take small steps. That's what it's all about. But because it lets you leverage action, you may be more encouraged with the results than you expect. That's a win-win. In our family, we've made the 80-20 principle a verb. We say, hmm, how can we 80-20 this? So that's what I want you to keep asking yourself. What do you have in your life that feels like too much, that feels like you're not getting the results you want? And where can you focus that you can 80-20? Be sure to message me your thoughts and tag me when you post on social media. If you'd like to listen to some episodes that complement this one, you may want to check out episode 116 on the most important boundary for people pleasers and 117 on how to say no without feeling guilty or rude. And most recently, episode 197 on seeking happiness to be more productive. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.